Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1210, air date May 17th, 2023. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Adure. We'll wait for people to join. Um, as people are joining, one of the things I want to let everyone know is that um, I am running for U.S. president as an independent candidate. Um, and uh, our goal is to uh, educate people to go beyond left and right and really uh, point out um, who the real enemy is of working people and to also provide solutions. So one of the things I'm going to talk about today uh, is really a uh, synopsis of my trip to Italy, particularly Sardinia, and what I learned. Um, and the title of today's talk is um, that the United States is killing its own children and, and in a literal way of um, uh, the way that lifespan is being reduced, which I've talked about, but it's important to repeat this. And more importantly, instead of trying to learn from other cultures which have extended lifespan, uh, the United States is actually exporting uh, death to other countries. In this case, we're going to talk about Sardinia. Um, yes, so this is live. Someone, uh, Yosef Shaw, is asking, is this live? Yes, Yosef, it is live. This is Dr. Shiva. Good to have you. Um, uh, Lester Tanner says, hello, Dr. Shiva. Great to have you. Uh, good evening, Dr. Shiva from um, uh, Luzu uh, Aben. Good to have you also. Um, Yosef says he heard about me through uh, Owen Benjamin. Great to have you guys. So um, that's what I want to talk about. And before I go, I would like uh, John to actually play the video of our run for um, U.S. president. And John's going to play that for us. Uh, we also have uh, Eric Plasker joining us. Eric, uh, good to have you. It's been a long time. Good to have you. We also have um, Miara Pagan joining us. Pagan, uh, good to have you from the Philippines. Great to see you. And um, so John is going to play our video. Um, it'll give you an essence of our campaign video uh, running for U.S. president. But we're going to start shortly on my analysis of how the United States is killing our own children and how we're exporting that same approach to uh, other countries. And I saw it live uh, from what I learned when I was in Sardinia. Go ahead, John. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low-caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working-class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace, by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They printed trillions for their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They've transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science, lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out, one set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. 
I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people for the working people who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health to win back America, be part of this historic movement, all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Shiva for President. All right, everyone, welcome. This is Dr. Shiva. It's uh, 7.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, yesterday night, I arrived back from uh, about a two-week trip to Sardinia. Just to give you an idea, where is Sardinia? Sardinia is located right in the middle of the Mediterranean, and it's in a very, very strategic position because um, you're in the center of Europe uh, in many ways. Um, south of Sardinia is Africa, and obviously, if you go to the uh, uh, east of Sardinia, um, you're six, seven hours away from India. Um, and north, you have above that Russia. To the west, you have um, Spain and England, etc. It's a very strategic position. Um, but the reason I went to Sardinia was uh, for two reasons. We have a, uh, a whole um, leadership emerging in Italy and Europe. Uh, for the Truth, Freedom, Health movement. By the way, um, I'll, I'll run a banner here. If you want to know more about truthfreedomhealth.com, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Um, and it is what Truth, Freedom, Health is. It's a curriculum. It's an educational program. It's a system, no different than the email system that I created or Cytosol, but it's really a an innovation. And Truth, Freedom, Health really helps people understand the science of systems so they can move beyond left or right. It's really these very, very fundamental principles. We'll play a video for you later on uh, uh, explaining what Truth From Health is and our Truth From Health Warrior program. Um, but before I go into that, let me continue uh, with Sardinia. We have lots and lots of people who've um, taken the program there um, all over Italy, all over Europe. And I was going there on uh, invitation from our uh, folks in um, the uh, European area, but more importantly, as many of you know, I'm interested as a scientist in health and um, really trying to understand why pe some people live longer and others don't. It turns out in the uh, Oliastra region of Sardinia, so if you take Sardinia and you look sort of central east, but on the east coast, there's a region called Oliastra. In Oliastra, uh, people have found that uh, the number of people living per capita over 100 years old is the highest in the world. Let me repeat that. So if you take all of Sardinia and you look at how many people are living over 100 years old in the Oliastra region, it's the highest per capita, okay? 
Um, there's another area in Icaria, Greece, uh, another area in Okinawa, um, and in Costa Rica. Um, and so these are where people live very, very long lives. And people started doing research to understand why people live this long. Um, one of the important things that's emerging out of that research is the reason people do live long is they have very, very close, tight-knit communities. Uh, for example, when I was there, you could see uh, there were uh, processions. Um, there, when I when I landed there on May first, there was a the festival of Saint Ephesio, um, where they carry the sta statue of the saint all the way from Cagliari, which is from the south of Sardinia, all the way to Nora, which is a place where this saint Ephesio, who was a former commander in the Roman army who converted to Christianity, was then beheaded by the Romans for quote unquote betraying them. And every year they honor him because uh, during the plague of 1652, the Sardinians prayed to St. Ephesio and he ended the plague uh, 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 as they wanted them to. So anyway, they carry his statue every year. This has been going on for nearly the last three, 400 years. So, uh, but you see community involvement in these kinds of things. Religion is involved, but community people eat together. When we went out to dinner, uh, our uh, friend Maria Francesco invited us. She must have had 20 friends. And she said, you know, it's a common thing. So you could see there's a lot of support people have among their own community. But um, the second part of my trip, I went to Oliastra and um, we visited various parts of Oliastra. The, the, one of the things that you also understand is that the people of Sardinia, which is by the way, this island, which is off the coast of Italy, considered themselves completely different than the Italians. They have many, many different dialects of their language, Sardinian, which is different than Italian. But one of the things is the people of Sardinia, um, because of the nature of their culture, which is very ancient, diff uh, different than the Roman culture, they all communally own the land. Let me repeat that again. It's not like your capital C communism, but your lowercase c, if you want to talk about true communism, they for thousands of years have considered their land communal land, which means a concept of people, my my land, my property, just like the Native Americans never computed for them. So um, the Italian government um, in, I believe in 2005, attempted to nationalize all their lands as a national park. The people of Sardinia fought back and they won. So they have a history of also organizing and resisting. So that's another feature. But in the Oliastra region, um, people, the shepherds live up in the mountains. Uh, we had a chance to really uh, understand their diet, their food. But again, this central thing was the sense of community, close friendships. Uh, people hang out in the local parks, you know, um, and they have, uh, we saw another event that took place when we were leaving for another, um, uh, you know, uh, family type activity that, and where people march through the streets, but it's this whole sense of community that they have. Their food is primarily um, um, made up of meats and dairy and uh, vegetables, you know, all locally grown. There was a, one of these vegan guys who went out there and he wanted to study this. And he frankly wrote a bogus book telling, wrote three books saying that these people are vegan. It's absolutely not true. And in fact, this guy, Don Bootner, he apparently eats meat and cheese, which is what they eat. Eat, And he told people, oh, don't take a picture of me doing that because he wants to promote some vegan agenda. So anyway, it's a lot of nonsense that takes place when um, these uh, grifters go over there to understand the culture. But anyway, the bottom line is that um, they have community, they eat locally grown foods, and uh, they walk a lot. And the shepherds used to uh, walk, you know, 10, 15 miles in a day. Um, it's not like they restrict their caloric intake. They, um, in those days, they used to take around 3,500 calories, which is what many athletes do. So it's, it wasn't they were starving themselves. They work hard, have community, and they eat um, locally grown foods. Uh, a lot of the goat cheese, the meats, uh, lamb, goat, uh, particularly goat, and they obviously add vegetables and legumes, et cetera. All right, so if you consider Sardinia, again, here's a fact that these people are living a long time. Now contrast that to what's going on in the United States. My campaign for US president 
um, when we launched it, we shared a graph with John will share shortly. And this graph, um, yeah, exactly. Yosef Shaw says they don't need to buy supplements. Yeah, they don't need to, Yosef, because they're getting um, these amazing nutrients. I mean, I grew up on goat milk when I was born in India. My mother was very, very sick and I wasn't able to be breastfed. So I got goat's milk. Goat's milk has the same um, molecular structure as human breast milk. Um, people are, many people are lactose intolerant can actually drink goat's milk. So um, I grew up on goat's milk, uh, meat, you know, fresh, you know, meat uh, where these goats are eating all the local herbs. It's very, very powerful food. And obviously, you know, the local vegetables. But anyway, so here's a culture that's alive right now. People are living, they live long. You would think that we in America would want to learn from them and absorb much of what we could do and bring it here. Why would we want to do that? Well, if you look at what the Republicans and Democrats have done through their policies to the American public, it's quite devastating. And this graph pretty much says it all. When you look at that graph, um, it's the life expectancy of the United States, which is in red, compared to all the other industrialized nations, which is in gray. On the x-axis goes from 1980 to the present time. On the y-axis, it goes the number of years. So all the other countries have been moving forward and forward and forward in their life expectancy. And what you can see is um, starting in 1980, if John points to that far left area, you will see that the U.S. life expectancy right around 1981, thanks, John, started to go wackadoodle the other way. And yet we're the, the, the most... Um, wealthiest country on the planet. Um, and then you can see around 2012 uh, or 2010, it flatlined. And then right around 2014, it starts going the other way downward. And then when COVID hits in 20, actually it occurred before COVID, by the way, in 2019, it started going down. Now, people, the initial reaction is, oh my God, this was COVID. No, it's not COVID. Okay. Again, go back to 1980. It started back then. And what you leave with is recognizing that Republicans and Democrats, thanks, John, have both screwed over the American public, Republicans and Democrats, both of them. Both of these organizations, these money-making organizations, both Republicans and Democrats, and it's not any one thing, have done a series of policies, be it, for example, ensuring that the... Uh, the big agricultural system has poisoned the food supply, um, making sure that your doctor now is literally a data entry operator. He doesn't really deliver health care. Um, they've ensured that insurance companies tell doctors what to do. They've, they've, the medical training system has made sure that doctors don't get any training in nutrition. It's not any one thing again. It's a systems problem. It's a multitude of things that have been fostered and, and supported through the collusion of Democrats and Republicans over this period of time. And you would think that if you saw a graph like that, let John show it again, or I can show it again. If you see a graph like this, you'll say, oh my God, this is a disaster. So look what you have here. This graph clearly shows we have a major disaster in the United States, okay? I mean, just look at it. And this, the, the people causing this disaster are all the people in academia, all the politicians, left and right, it's everyone in the news media. And why do I say that? They're all should be indicted for this because they've all, whether you're on the left media or the right, thanks, John, they've all worked together to deliver this nonsense because none of them have even talked about this graph. None of them even highlight this graph. And it's unfortunate that I'm the only presidential candidate who's talking about this. Why? because they do not care about your suffering. They do not care about the suffering of the American people. You have so many Americans now obese. In ancient times, being obese was a sign of health, wealth, okay? Well, now it's a sign of ill health. And most of the people who are obese are poor people because of the policies that Democrats and Republicans fostered. Because when people go and get food stamps and uh, whatever they do, they get the worst foods, right? Children in, in the United States are go to the cafeterias. If you're a mother or parent sending your kids to many of these universities, your kids are eating crap in these high paid institutions. But it's not any one thing. It's the food. It's the health care. 
But thanks, John. But one of the most important things is stress, stress, stress. As a systems biologist, I can't overemphasize when your body is under stress and you're not trained to have resilience, which is uh, we're all under stress, but how your body can handle stress, um, your body is going to weaken and it's going to weather itself and you're going to age rapidly. Report just came out yesterday saying that in the wealthy areas of Boston, people are living up to 92 years and the poor areas of Boston, people are living to 63. So clearly income inequality is another factor. People are trying to basically make uh, survive. All right. So given this disaster that has been caused by Democrats and Republicans in the United States, you would think, oh, my God, let's go learn how these other cultures are living. So when I went to Sardinia, it's a great learning experience for we Americans to learn why people are living longer. Well, what did America actually do? Well, the United States government and NATO, U.S. is basically equals NATO, right? The North American Treaty Organization, NATO, which was created after World War uh, II. Um, by the way, there's no need to, for the United States to be in NATO anymore. But when NATO basically today has become a warmongering organization and they go start wars or they go incite wars to justify their own existence, like what's going on in Ukraine and um, uh, between Ukraine and Russia. Well, remember, I landed in Sardinia on April 30th this year, 2023. Um, May 1st to May, May 4th was this very sacred festival of St. Ephesio. Well, on May 5th, after that festival ended, boom, nearly 3,000 U.S. NATO troops from across the European nations landed in Sardinia. And I didn't, I didn't have a chance to research this, and I should have. It's my fault. But what I came to find out was that Sardinia, because of its strategic location, is a, frankly, there's a military base for U.S. and NATO. In fact, there's many military bases, nearly 50,000 square kilometers of Sardinia is occupied. It literally is occupied by U.S. and NATO. And this occurred because the corrupt Italian government has leased for about a million to $2 million per day. They lease uh, Sardinia to U.S. and NATO. Okay. And what you find that was even more ironic was, so if you look at um, Sardinia, maybe John can find a map of Sardinia. Um, but if you Look at Sardinia again on that eastern coast, central eastern coast is Oliastra, where these people are living, you know, to 100 plus years high per capita. South of that is an area called Quira, Q-U-I-R-R-A. And the United States since 1956 has been using that region for weapons testing. They actually do war games there, but they're actually been testing, using it, they actually fire missiles uh, uranium depleted uranium tip missiles. So when these missiles hit their targets, they throw out all this thorium radi radioactive dust. And this dust particles are, uh, so here's, thanks, John, make it a little bigger. So um, no, the diagram, John. So John's got this picture of, um, yeah. So if John takes his cursor and you see where Nuoro is, John, move it to the right. So that region, right, that Johnson, go, go to the coast, John, um, that area along the coast up and yeah, is the Oleostra region, okay, where people are living 100 plus years. South of that, a little bit south of that, right there, John, is a region called Quira. In that region is where the United States and NATO have been using that region to do weapons testing using uranium, depleted uranium uh, nuclear-tipped missiles. And it turns out, um, the in that area, juxtaposed to the top area, people live long, nearly 67% uh, of the shepherds have been getting cancer, 67%, okay? And um, one out of four children born after the age of 95 get cancer, all right? Um, John, if you can keep that picture small and bring me a little bit larger so I can explain. So think about what I'm saying that Sardinia has amazing culture of people living long. The United States is, and NATO have been exporting death there. They've built all these military bases. They pay a pittance to 
the corrupt uh, Italian government. And in this region of Quira, they've been blasting depleted uranium nuclear tip missiles where these shepherds who should be living long are now getting 67% of them are getting cancer. It's pretty horrible. So just consider what I'm saying. And this is brought to you since 1956 by Democrats and Republicans. Democrats and Republicans. Democrats and Republicans, remember that. They both are one. And the Democrats and Republicans, the obvious versions of them, like the Bushes on the Republican side or the Clintons on the Democrat side, have also created their not so obvious establishment, which we teach who they are in Truth, Freedom and Health. But it is these people together who have destroyed, and if John goes back to the life expectancy, think about what I'm saying. The title of this talk today was America Kills Its Children. Well, they really are. If you look at this life expectancy, if you have children today, according to this graph, and this comes out by Kaiser Permanente, your children are going to live less than you. Your children are going to live less than you. That's, um, so the policies of the Republicans and Democrats are literally delivering death, a faster death um, to your children while all the other countries are headed in the other direction. And on top of that, the United States is exporting this shortened lifespan to countries which are having long lifespan. I mean, can you believe this? Just think about what I'm saying. And not one presidential candidate on the Republican or Democrat side has talked about this because they're all part of this. If you look at Donald Trump, he's part of this. If you look at Joe Biden, he's part of this. And this goes back to 1956. The Kennedys have been part of it. It was John F. Kennedy. They, by the way, the Kennedys are the biggest scumbag mafia family on the planet. The only uh, thing that they invested in was in good PR. As Seymour Hersh showed, that they put all this PR mechanisms to make John F. Kennedy, who was a complete scumbag, total scumbag, reckless as Seymour Hersh. He, he basically got us into Vietnam. He's the one who started the Cuban Missile Crisis. Everywhere he went, he created disasters. And then his death, we don't know how it exactly took place, in my view, was an internal mafia feud because the Kennedys were involved. They're a mafia. They're involved with other mafia. And they created, try to make him as a martyr. And his other brother, Robert F. Kennedy, I mean, if, if any other president, whether it's Joe Biden or Trump, brought in their brother to be the attorney general, people would have been up in arms, nepotism. Well, that was allowed because of Kennedy's PR machine. And then you have another scumbag, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who speaks with one side of the mouth and does something else. People brainwash, absolve him because of the Kennedy name. But anyway, none of the other presidential candidates are talking about this. I'm the only one because I come bottoms up from working class families like all of you do. And these are working class people who are suffering. The people are getting to 90, 95 years old, Henry Kissinger's like 100, are not from hard working class families. Hard working class people are dying younger and younger and younger. Over the last two months, five people I know, all from working class backgrounds, friends, one degree of freedom away, have died 60 or earlier, just dying. And it has nothing to do with vaccines, vaccines. These people, many of them didn't take the vaccine, okay? But they're stressed, they have economic issues, and stress is what kills. They have no community. So just consider what I'm saying. I just come back from this beautiful place. By the way, in Sardinia, if you look at the coastline, because people fought back, they have amazing, beautiful coastlines. I mean, pristine emerald waters and beautiful white sands. And in this beautiful area, American imperialism, U.S. imperialism with NATO is literally killing the people of Sardinia, bringing death there. Instead of learning and importing life, extending lifespan of the United States, we are, we're exporting death, U.S. and NATO. And all of this is being done to support the U.S., NATO, particularly the U.S. imperialist war machine. And for what reason? Well, the reason is economic reasons. Because the United States has this war machine, they get to be the reserve currency. And the reserve currency status allows them to print as much money as they want, go into as much debt as they want, deflate the currencies of other countries, 
and make them slaves. But the ultimate goal is when you look at whether it's a Sardinian people or the American people, we have the same enemy. It is imperialism. And imperialism has no more boundaries anymore. It goes from Elon Musk to Jeff Bezos to um, you know oligarchs all over the planet. But all of these oligarchs rely on the US dollar being the reserve currency. And in order for it to be the reserve currency, they have to make sure that we expand militarily. And Sardinia, where it's located, is central to uh, US NATO expansionist goals. But the key takeaway is the reason I'm running for US president is because people deserve somebody like me. And I'm the only one out there like me who's running for US president, like you. I'm one of you who's coming bottoms up. All these other guys, they've, they've, you know, this is a complete elite game, right? They found another Brahmin Indian guy because they didn't want me being the only brown skin guy. So they bring in another guy. You have Trump, you have uh, Biden, you have Kennedy, but all these guys are top down. They were all grew up on, you know, silver spoons. They didn't have to work bottoms up. I'm the only one. And you look at my history's work bottoms up and I'm one of you. And I'm the only one who will talk about the suffering of the American people and people around the world because I'm one of them. I grew up in, you know, as as, uh, as the grandson of poor village farmers. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey. Every degree, every award I had, I had to work to get my A's. I had to work to win any of my scholarships. Donald Trump didn't have to work. He didn't. Joe Biden didn't have to work. He cheated all the way through. Elon Musk, you know, grew up in apartheid South Africa where, you know, 0.3% of the people subjugated the other 99.7%. And that's the mentality he has. I'm the only one who will call out these people. And it's time that you ask yourself, why do people excuse these people? Because these people's words do not match their deeds. Elon Musk talks, talks, talks. They're trying to present him as some great guy. Well, uh, Elon Musk fundamentally is a castus. He's top down. He disappointed a WEF whore to run Twitter. And I was the only one to call this person out. All the other grifters are now backpedaling, but they're all part of it. So if you look at this graph, it is the graph of our campaign. We're going to keep hammering it. It is the graph that represents the fact that both Democrats and Republicans have betrayed the American people since 1980 and before. The policies really started under the Kennedy administration and, and the fruition, the fruits of that started showing up in 1980, which was death and devastation to our children. Our children, again, are going to live less than you or I. First time. So you have to ask yourself, what is it going to take? What it's going to take is a systems overhaul. It's not going to just take voting for the lesser of two evils. Voting for the lesser of two evils is what got you this. It's going to take a systems overhaul because this is a systems problem. And you got someone right here who's a system scientist. In fact, one of the leading system scientists and biologists in the world. I know how to solve this problem. It's not going to be any one thing. Number one, we have to get, we have to recognize John, maybe you can bring up that little slide with the six um, balls, you know. Um, the solution to this is we have to address the issues of healthcare. We have to address the issues of the environment, education, um, you know, innovation, uh, the issues with um, uh, uh, economy. And all these things need to be addressed together. But I'm not going to give you a pitch, you know, after I'm elected president, we're going to solve these problems. No, our campaign is a very unique campaign. Our campaign slogan is service is citizenship. That means we're not going to wait. John, if you could just um, uh, zoom in on that a little bit. Yeah, zoom in, John, and make the image bigger. Let me go into this mode. Yeah. So if John scrolls up, and you can zoom in a little bit more, John, on that image on the left. Zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. Yeah. And if John zooms in that image, what you will see, um, by the way, what's fascinating is, you know, we used to have 8,000, 9,000 people watching our thing, but you can see the level of shadow banning that's going on. That's why the future is offline. Um, someone said, Yosef says, hit the like button, all of you, to beat the algorithms. Okay, let's listen to what Yosef says. Yosef, 
Um, so everyone right now go hit the like button. So whatever you see, let's hit the like button to beat their algorithm. So I see 41, 43, everyone hit the like button. But um, the amount of effort that they take to put me in a digital cage is quite extraordinary after I started exposing Elon Musk specifically. Um, yeah, so everyone hit the like button. So thanks, Yosef. Um, so what you see in this diagram is that on the top, John, can you zoom in a little more, John? Is you see our, there you go. Our healthcare platform is we're going to strengthen your immune system. Now, are you going to, am I going to wait to be elected president to do that? No, I've already been doing this since 2020. We saved millions of people's lives by teaching them about the immune system. And we gave them an immune protocol and we saved a lot of people's lives. So um, about four Thursdays ago, or it was one, two, three, yeah, five Thursdays ago, I taught an entire course free, 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 free to anyone who wanted to learn how to strengthen their immune system. Four Thursdays ago, I taught a course on how you can eat locally and healthy on a budget. That's really the environmental platform. Again, I'm not gonna wait to be elected president to deliver solutions. On education, I taught everyone how to think beyond left and right using a system science approach. You can take the warrior course at Truth Freedom Health and be part of the community, but I gave a abridged version of that free. Then we did um, the innovation program where we taught you and your children how you can innovate, the seven secrets of innovation. How much was it cost? Free, okay? Sue, Sue K says, I hit the like button a hundred times. And then governance, which is gonna come up tomorrow. I'm gonna teach all of you why you should be a leader in your community and how you can be a leader. And the following Thursday, I'm gonna teach all of you how to save money, how to manage your money. How much? Free, okay? Now, so our healthcare, environment, education, innovation, governance, and economy program um, is going to educate all of you on how to win. We're not gonna wait. Most politicians, thanks, John, will say, oh, vote for me, then I'll go do it. The The solutions are actually us. That's what it is. Suitcase says, grow your organic garden. Great idea, and we talked about that, Sue. Thank you. But the bottom line is we are going to um, have our run for U.S. president be in the ethos of our movement for truth, freedom, health, which is going to deliver solutions here and now. We're not going to bullshit people and say, oh, vote for me, then I'm going to pass this. The healthcare problem is very simple. Once you boost people's immune system, you're going to address all the issues. Once you learn to eat, how to eat locally grown foods, you're going to address the environmental issues and so on. So anyway, um, it's good to be back stateside, but we got a lot of work to do. And we have to recognize that all working people all over the world have the same enemy. And it truly is a slogan, Workers Unite. And by the way, Karl Marx does not own that slogan, okay? You know, I've studied all the revolutionary leaders across left and right, you know, across all different religions. And the end state that you realize is that ultimately the only time things ever change is when we have a bottoms-up movement, bottoms-up. And that is the only way to win. And as a part of this, you know, when you please go to Shiva for president, um, you can support our campaign in many ways. You can become a volunteer. You can get on the ground. If you want to donate money, you can do that. But even the way we've set it up, when you even donate money, I actually give you um, access. You know, I, I give you, um, you know, books and courses, uh, et cetera, because I want to train people how to stand up on their own two feet. And one of the big things we do is we give people access to the Truth, Freedom and Health program for people who donate. Um, and by the way, you don't have to donate anything. Just come and take advantage of all the free stuff we are going to do throughout. Um, you don't need to donate anything. This is about service is citizenship. Um, Doug Stacy says, a JFK's son exposes the deep state. And I comment and told, uh, and the deep state, and I comment, I'm not sure what he's saying. Um, uh, YouTube are heavily shadow banning people by blocking this video on their feeds. Interesting. Okay, well, Look, the future is offline. Uh, Gerald Arnold's uh, stance on uh, January 6th prisoners being tortured in D.C. Well, Gerald, it's pretty a uh, good question. The bottom line is, if you saw um, on January 6th, um, you know, um, I had actually organized a bus to go down. And at the last minute, I pulled the plug 
because I saw this guy, Ali Alexander, and I was the first one to critique this guy. Trump had supported him. He was a complete scumbag. And I saw he was running Stop the Steal. So I pulled on the thing. And some, a lot of our people, Trump supporters, were angry with me. But I did the right thing because I knew it was a setup. The next day on January 7th, I went down and I said how ab abhorrent it was what Trump had done misleading people. And what's going on to these people, uh, these prisoners, is they're not getting due process. And Trump is the one who told them to march over there. And then he went the other way, right? So the whole thing shows you that we live in a world right now that you cannot trust the words of the elites. Write that down. I don't care what the fuck Elon Musk says. He's a scumbag. He's, they're trying to present him as, oh, he's some martyr and he's, and he's fighting for free speech. If anything, he's creating a version of censorship that is far more insidious than ever before. Donald Trump is not your friend. Donald Trump pushed Operation Warp Speed. He helped ensure uh, nothing happened to Fauci. He printed $6.2 trillion in one term and so on. All these people are one. They're all part of the same um, swarm. Um, I believe the January 6th event was a honeypot event to find people uh, who um, were, quote unquote, radicals and put them in jail. And I think Trump was part of this whole thing. That's my view. Um, yeah. And by the way, um, all of these people supported vaccines and they also vax uh, even Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy is the biggest scumbag on the planet. When I exposed him, he said I was a vaccine maker. I sued him. Um, and then he wrote it uh, he, he, uh, for that. And he kept running away from getting service. He's a total scumbag. Uh, Je Jessica Kate says, signed up for volunteering and pledged my vote. Excellent. Great to have you, Jessica. So anyway, John, can you just play our anthem video on Truth, Freedom, and Health? I also encourage everyone um, to go check out Truth, Freedom, and Health, uh, become a warrior scholar. Um, support the campaign, but there are many ways you can be part of this historic movement. But what we are doing is truly historic because the history of humankind has been to assume that human nature is bad, that you can't change the world, no different than we thought no one could fly, we could never have electricity, and all those things we solved with science and engineering. And as an engineer and, and as a scientist, um, I have solved the fundamental problem of humankind, which is how do you end exploitation and that is through the science of systems. Um, it may seem like a hyperbole, but it isn't. And I encourage all of you to get involved. Okay. Uh, someone said, I wanted to get in touch with you off the grid. Doug Stacy, uh, they are homesteaders. They just did a video on Robert Kennedy. Yeah. All these people are being misled. Look, um, we live in a world now. People better get their heads out of their ass and really start getting wise on who is the true fighters. Why are people trusting an idiot from above? Why do they think Kennedy cares for people? He doesn't. Why are people not trusting one of our own? That's who I am. And it's time people get over their own abusive codependency to these people and start recognizing we have to join together, working people uniting. Um, uh, all right. How are you going to beat the hammer and the scorecard on Dominion voting machine, all this corruption? Yeah, so Sue, I'm the one who exposed... Uh, forget hammer and scorecard. Um, there are distractions among the election fraud movement. The fundamental issue is that both parties unite. They choose who their successor is going to be. Elections are selections. We showed the fundamental issues. Donald Trump used a lot of our stuff and made money off of it because neither party wants to solve the election fraud issues. The fundamental issues, the only way things have ever changed has been building movements. And the only way someone like me or us can ever win an election is to build a movement. So running for president is an important act because we want to take away, we want to suck out the air from them because they're just going to be talking about left and right. Well, we exist. And it's going to be significant because we're going to give people a choice. But the biggest choice we're giving people is the opportunity to build a movement. That's the only way. Yosef uh, Shaw says, how can I get in touch with you that be a good live stream with off-grid Doug Stacy. So, Yosef, um, John, can you give um, Yosef, uh, you can just, my email is vashiva at vashiva.com. Um, so, anyway, that's what we're going to do. So, um, um, and by the way, 
you know, I'm the only presidential candidate who knows how to end it and will end it. And that's by building a powerful movement bottoms up. And that is what has always ended things in the world for the benefit of the vast majority of working people. It's when we built these bottoms up movements. It's never come from above. It's never come from a Kennedy. It's never come from a Reagan. It's never come from a Biden. None of these people, because they're all part of the elites. We have to build this bottoms up movement. Um, John, can you play the video, please? The anthem we have before I go. our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four year old kid studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is, the dynamics of all systems that affect nature. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Truth, freedom, health. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up. Working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, Forget celebrities, you've got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is the not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is the not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms up movement. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. 
Uh, the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com so people can sign in. They can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a Truth, Freedom, Health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com. All right, everyone. So that's our broadcast for tonight. So again, the key points that you, you want to take away today are that the United States lifespan is deteriorating. Your children, uh, per the current uh, trend, are going to live less than you. And all of this was brought to you, not by just any one particular event, but by the aggregate policies of both Democrats and Republicans over the last 60, 70 years, starting with John F. Kennedy uh, peaking uh, in, in 1980 when the deviation took place. And in, instead of um, trying to understand why other cultures are living long, like in Sardinia, the U.S. government is exporting death there and taking advantage of those people. So if anything, the American people, the Sardinian people are that matter for people all over the world. We have the same enemy. It is imperialism of the elites. And the only way out of this is to build a bottoms up movement. And Truth, Freedom and Health, the system that I've created will teach you those principles and my run for U.S. president offers people in the United States the first time to have one of you bottoms up actually run and whose words match his deeds. So don't listen to any of the words of these people because none of them ever match their deeds. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Namaste, as Tom uh, Allenson says. Have a good night. Uh, be well. Thank you.